0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Honest Conversations. My name is Liz Bakey, and today I'm here with my sister, Kimmy. We talk often and a lot about having empathy. We also talk a lot about how the world is in chaos right now. And we feel like as people who do have empathy, we are able to view others with Compassion and understanding, and try to handle situations in the best light possible. But with being an empath, that also comes with setting boundaries and learning how to navigate our own relationships and friendships and conflict and setting boundaries. So, we're here today to just sort of talk about what that looks like for us, how we do it, some of the situations we've faced, and Hopefully, in this
1: conversation, you guys can pick up, you know, the way that the we view conflict. So, welcome. I'm excited to be here again. I was thinking about, like, see, I'm in my 40s now, and so, when you look back, I don't know, you ever see somebody acting, like, oh, a certain way, and you're like, oh, my God, I did that. That was me. Listen, I was so crazy in my 20s, as you know, like, I was really out of my mind, I'm such a different person. But like even the times that I was sober and and whatnot, I just, I was a completely different person. And now when I see people acting like that, instead of being like, what the, this chick and judging them, I'm like, my God, that's, that's how I was. And so I think that being older enables you to have a little more compassion for people. But also like we were talking about, What about, like, so I come from a generation where everything was your parents' fault, and you need psychotherapy, and you need to go back into, like, your childhood and say, listen, I did do all that. You know, I I have more therapy years under my belt than anything. But what helped me the most is more like, okay, these people that hurt me, even the people that try to take my life, you know, and there are people really close to me that try to take my life, and... I have no anger, and we talk about us and no hate, and I just, I just know that there are sick people, and I guess when you start viewing other people as, you know, well, they're just on this part of their life path, and they haven't learned this yet, or they haven't experienced that yet, so therefore, they're not going to have the compassion and empathy or know how to act right, so I think that comes with, you know, age, and then I think it also comes with I can't be real judgmental if you've fucking done it all you know what I mean if you've been that person who did this and acted out or you know gone through all these things but you've had this man since you're born you were born with like a natural compassion and talking about the boundaries that's really hard because when you get in relationships like we're so quick to forgive and love and like listen but, you know, my son could do something, and other people are like, I cannot believe he just came home and you let that go. Because I don't want to be mad anymore. I want to live in today. I'm happy now, and I want to move forward. But, like you and I talk about, sometimes when you do that, people take your kindness for weakness, and then the situation repeats. So it's hard to find a line between allowing people to walk on you and, and still, you know, being loving and having boundaries. And that's the kind of thing we talk about all the time. I think some of it is innate, maybe, like you said, how...
0: Even from young age, a young age, we're capable of forgiving others. And I think a lot of it is self-awareness, though, like being, okay, we did the work, you know, whether it was therapy or I journal, there's all different types of ways that you can grow and travel into your mind and figure out, yes, this did happen in my childhood, but now I can move forward or this is why I react or this is why I do this. And the more we're aware of ourselves, the more we see it in other people when they do it, like, okay. And you had said really well, people grow on different timeframes too. Like we're not all going to grow at the same time. And that's hard when you have relationships and by relationships, that's everything. That's right, friendships, right. family members, you know, significant others. And sometimes people just aren't on the same timeline as we are. But we see that and we're like, okay, they're just, they're not there yet. Or they're doing something. Yeah, I did that. And then we can forgive and move forward or understand and move forward but a lot of people don't understand us for that we I feel like we face a lot like people assume like you should be doing this or like you need to get angry at this and
1: right there is no anger there right or you should be doing this or fighting back in this way or make it whatever it is yeah, and we choose sometimes like, nah, you know, we're gonna let God handle it or whatever. And people are like scratching their heads, like, "What the hell's wrong yeah. with you? Why didn't you?" They like want do us this? to flip out right, and rage, right, and-, and that's just not who we are as people. And don't get me wrong, we, you know, we've had our explosions; we have that too sometimes, yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, so I was thinking. So we talk about the subject, and it's easy to remain compassionate when you're looking at someone on the outside or whatever. It's an individual, or um, what do I say? An isolated incident. But I was thinking about when I worked some jobs and I've had some people really do some hate and shit and it's really hard to be like the one person at your job everybody's hating on and and there are people you know they the people are sick and you know that but it's like it's still affecting your job you know I got fired for doing something that I, I didn't do that was just so crazy but I could be angry and I could have fought back more and tried to fight but what was the point we were talking about how Sometimes those things happen for a reason, you know, and I never thought I'd get a better paying job and whatnot, and now I'm in a much better place and all that, but it's hard when you're going through those things to say, like if somebody just say to me when I was pulling my hair out, like I would spend hours on the phone working, you know, calling people trying, you know, or mommy saying, oh my god, they did this to me, that to me, and it being upset and venting so that I didn't act out or whatnot, but you know, when it came to the, to the end of it, it's like I still, I saw them, the girl lady who fired me for something I knew walking down the street the other day. I think I was on the phone, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, while well, I thought, man, I could go over there and, you know, my street self was like, hey, I can go over there and kick our <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I didn't even want, and then it was weird because I thought, I don't even want to do that. I just came from the job that I love. I was wearing my shirt, and I thought, I'm in a way better place, and they're just, they're not. They're not. And Maybe they're in a decent place. I don't know. But I know that I had no animosity and no reason and and I didn't get closure on that it's still like kind of like in a way they won because they got me fired but they didn't really they didn't and I got stronger for that and you know what I think in the future we're going to go through more scrutiny and more judgment and this is only just to prepare us how to handle it more you know
0: so it's so heavy right now in every, with everything that's happened in the world, I feel like the tension's really high and people really want to be angry and people really want to prove a point. And all of that comes with your own self reflection. Like, do I really need to prove this point? I talk about in one of my other podcasts about forgiveness, but I talked about end goal. Like, what is this going to serve my future vision? Is this going to serve future Liz and how I want to live? And if it's not, if me raging, or losing my mind is not serving the Liz that I want to be right now or that I want to be in 20 years from now, then what am I doing? It's not It's not even worth it. It's not even a blip on my radar. However, you had mentioned like sometimes we're just so close to it where we do want to be emotional and we want to prove our point or we want to get angry we want to say this or we want to say that and sometimes we just got to take a step back and choose the peaceful route because it's worth it in the long run, that's not to say that sometimes we're not going to tell people what's up from time to time. It's just how we do it. And me and you, we've had our our own battles back and forth where we've exploded on each other. But look where we're at
1: right now, right? You know. So I I think end goal. That's a great way to look at it. See, I always say like when I have friends that call me and they're going on and on, and it's like call your person event. But then, like, I like how you put it, you know, is this going to serve me in the future? I always think, like, pick my battles. Like, is this important enough? Like, is this violating me that I need to stand up for myself? Or is this a little thing that I can let go because at the end of the day it doesn't mean anything? So it's like looking at things like that. And I think we live in a reactive world. And I lived in a reactive world for years. You're not thriving. You're just reacting and surviving to things. And that's not how I live. I live with intention now. We try to, I should say. You know, there's a big difference between reacting and everything that's coming at you and happening in life and taking the time to think purposely, well, before I do anything, is this going to serve me? I love how you put that. That's a great way to put that. The other side, you made me think about how, like, that's great that we have this compassion and empathy, but it really sucks when you're in a relationship with a man and you don't know where to draw the line, you know, especially like, I think this is true for almost everybody because everybody has set of beliefs and the way they grew up and all of that is ingrained in them. And until you get in a relationship and realize that someone else is not like, that's when you realize how screwed up you are. You want to know how fucked up you are getting in a relationship? You think you're doing great? getting in a relationship because you say it all, you know, because it, the person will show you and vice versa. And that's also where we learn the most and grow, I think, as with other people too. But it's really hard to, to know and be compassionate. It's like, I have to call you all the time and say, is this normal? Is that normal? Because I didn't have a normal past, you know, whether it was, you know, high school or childhoods. You know, we. Well, we had to learn as children.
0: We grew up in a world where you just did what other people told you to do. And it was kind of like, okay, you just want to make everybody happy because that's the generation that we lived in. And then as we got older, we start to realize, like, maybe I am being too nice or maybe I am just forgiving everybody or maybe i can do this in a way that's going to say this doesn't work for me and so forth but in relationships we're the we're the type of people that we're just like so giving and so forgiving we're like i can totally see why you think that i can totally see where you're coming from i see your childhood I, i understand you and okay let's move forward and sometimes we're not always like all right you know what this doesn't work for me like we're just learning that now, now right. but I think most of the world is just learning this now right. because now all this is out where we can self-reflect and then your partner can self-reflect and then you can meet in the middle and so forth but I think that comes with any really friendships family members I know a ton of people that are like um should I go to like Christmas dinner this year but I also kind of hate my aunt and if she's there I don't want to be there and how do I handle that and right right I think it's it's everywhere it's just how do we serve ourselves but still be compassionate and still be understanding and still be forgiving. And people who are not as forgiving as us would just be like, yeah, dude, cut that person off or do this. And Right, right.
1: We can, but that also, like, shakes us up a little bit. We're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. How do I handle this? So I want to go back talking about being in relationships and, um, how, like, a lot of times I call you and say, well, is this normal? Is that normal? Nothing's normal to me, like online dating and having, you know, YouTube and, and, and all kinds of, you know, information available to you was not available in my twenties. So it's like, I feel like I'm playing catch up on learning basic things that a lot of people already know who grew up in, in other generation, younger generations. But at the same time, it hurts us because I don't always know when you know when to call quits. When like I always want to see like you too. We always want to see the best in people and forgive people and give them another chance and another chance. But it's like where do you draw the line? Like how do you how do you still be your loving, compassionate self and set boundaries without hurting anybody? And when to know what's healthy and unhealthy in a relationship and how to not get sucked in other people? It's all it's hard. It's really hard. But I remember this guy saying one time like I don't want you know just because everybody else is being a certain way. I don't want to change who I am. I don't want to stop being generous because one of those people might be putting that five hours in his pocket or whatever. So what? I'm not going to stop being me because somebody else is that way. And so I say that, but it's a lot easier to say that. And then when you get in a relationship, it's like it opens up a whole other can of worms.
0: Well, yeah. In relationships, we got to learn about ourselves. Then we got to learn about this person. Then they have to learn about themselves. Then they have to learn about us. And I think it comes down to finding our voice in a way that isn't hurtful. I think a lot of people are always like, nah, just say it this way or just do this or just completely cut everybody out. And sometimes, I think sometimes there's a time and a place to that. And I think we know that too. Like, oh my gosh, this is, yeah, this is too far. No way. But I also think it's saying, okay, I see you, I forgive you, but this isn't working for me right now. How do we make it work for me? You know what I mean? Like how, how do we sit down, bring it to the table and find the solution. A lot of people don't want to find solutions. We're solution people.
1: Right, and a lot of the partners we pick may not be solution folks. And it's hard to be, like, the one person that's always wanting to, to fix it and the other person is the type of person that just shuts down or never wants to talk about anything or the type of person that explodes. And it's like, well, we have this wonderful relationship, except, you know, he doesn't want to talk about anything or we don't go forward. And so it's really hard. You know, it's really hard. That's why I'm always calling you. You're You're like... <laughs> the one I call for every kind of relationship thing because it's, it's really hard. That's one thing. Like I I can see myself and I've learned to change my behaviors and some of the things and self-reflection and stuff. And, but when it comes to, you know, relationships with with some people, it's still really, really hard. Like I think maybe I'm still people pleasing sometimes, but I don't always know it, you know, especially like with my kids, I feel like I'm, I'm still trying to not make up for, I can never make up for it, but it's, you know, so I guess, yeah, I guess, like you said, it all has to do with, like, self-reflection, finding out what's, what's the normal or what's not normal, but what's, you know, good for you and good for the other person and what's not. And Yeah, and I think whoever you're with has to be
0: willing to self-reflect also. But that takes years. I know Yeah, our parents have been married for a really long time, and they talk about how they had to, you know, get over certain things, and it took... It took years because like you said, relationships bring out all the different sides to you. So it's like, do you stay here and do you work? But a lot of that comes down to the other person. If you have a person that's willing to self-reflect and grow and bring it to to a place where you can both meet mutual understanding, then it's good. Problem with us, like we said, is we just, we love so hard and we give hard. We We do everything. We're all in or all out kind of people and we're also very loyal people so we're like you know we'll ride or die till the wheels Wheels fall fall off off. and we fall off and you know we're in a gutter somewhere (laughs) right well that's part
1: of the problem yes yeah Yeah, it is
0: and i'm sure there are plenty other people who are feeling the same way like when you have empathy you're so willing to see everything from so many sides that it becomes easier to just say okay i get it it's how we handle the, the conflicts or how we handle our own needs that will get us where we want to be. Because we still got to live, right. too. We still got to right. do things that serve us. I think in relationships, you have to just have a partner that's willing to do the same.
1: Well, too, when you're an empath, too, you you want to, especially if your partner or is in a lot of pain and suffering, it's like, we want to help them and fix them as much as possible. And sometimes to do so may hurt us because we're given so much we take from ourselves. Or, you know, so that happens. It's 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 hard to lay you know again. It comes back to boundaries and whatnot because I just, you know, I see someone in pain. I just want to help them and fix them in all ways. And then that could be hurting myself, you know, whether it's financially or emotionally or whatever. It's, it's hard being an empath. But, I mean, I guess I would rather have, you know have that, then go the other way. Then go the other I way, agree. right. I agree.
0: Right. I don't like myself when I'm angry. Anger is an emotion. You have to feel it, and I understand that. It's also a secondary emotion, so you got to discover where your anger is really coming from. It's usually hurt or sadness, and then it that all intertwines, and then you become angry. I am terrible when I'm angry, so I know that I have to take a step back, but Sometimes when you know it's not always possible, you've seen me explode. it's not pretty. I have like a once a year, maybe twice a year explosion and it's horrible. And that's not really who I am, I guess on an everyday basis, it's not really who I want to be and it doesn't always serve me or the situation that that's kind of what I mean by looking at the bigger picture or the end goal. but also by looking at my own anger and my own emotions behind my anger, now I know why. other people, Get angry. But I also know that when we do have empathy, we feel and feed off of everybody else's emotions. So we begin to wear them after a while. And the more you absorb that, it could e- easily become a dark place or a negative place for us. And I think for people like me and you, we only hit that point of anger when we feel like we did absorb it. Or we wore it all and now we're wearing it all, and then we boom. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think as empaths, that's part of the thing is that there's a fine line between trying to be compassionate and taking that energy afterwards. Like, if, especially if it's a family member, like if someone's in my family is in pain and I'm trying to help them, and there's absolutely nothing I can do for them but be supportive and just listen or whatever. So it's really hard when I go home to not feel that pain still. That's, I'm just trying to give people listening and understanding of what we're, what we mean by that, wearing it, it's a great way to put it. So it's really hard to do that. And it's like, I think we have gotten to a place and not like we're these great spiritual people or anything like that. It's, it's just that we've gotten to a place where we feel a little more solid and grateful and peaceful inside, I feel, and spiritual. And so I want other people around me to also feel that way and get that way and other people sometimes you have to tell me remind me some people are like who does this but like it's offensive almost for to see me me or you or anybody happy and living their you know their best self or being so grateful in their time and you're going through stuff and you're like who's this part what the fuck and that's how people you know take us wrong and we're misunderstood a lot but in the same token well it's both energies
0: it's us absorbing other people's energies and holding on to them and us trying to figure out a way to navigate that. But then it's also us flipping it back and trying to give good energy out. So it's like a, it's a two way street. However, not everybody's on this two way street. A lot of people are still on the the one way street. And here we are like, Hey, I see you over there and I can feel everything that you're feeling and it's going to be okay. And, and they're kind of like, giving us the little finger or they're not ready for us or they don't want right. to they don't want to live in that energy or they're not ready for it and that's okay. I know that there is a lot of pushback from people because they want us to be people, in that space. Right.
1: Some people do not generally want other people to be happy and Or other people to be
0: forgiving. They don't want us to forgive others. They just don't understand where we're coming from when we're like, no, you know what, it's okay. Or I see you over there and everything they've gone through, it's okay. People don't want to pick up that version of us or they don't want to understand that version of us. And hopefully, as this world continues to get crazier, maybe people will begin to shift.
1: So we have a new standard for things like and I think that's part of the thing. you know people were talking about you said the word shift and as you know I'm like one of those people that's just constantly on their computer and researching things and new beliefs and so they talk about this shift and the new world stuff and upon reflecting all this it's like you know and then they got the people who said our world is just like we're going right down the tube we're all going to kill each other and times you know and so you can look at either way but I think It's important to also think about what we're going to focus on. I can focus on all those horrible things. And I'm not saying don't look at it or don't watch the news. But I think it's about what we focus on. Are we focusing on shifting the world to a better place and towards compassion? And I think that's what our hope is. That more people will be more forgiving or understanding or take a step back and say, how am I reacting to this? Or how am I living or whatnot? Instead of just being angry and like you were saying tensions are high and all the things that are going on in the world so there's there could be a shift going you know either way but I think I'm choosing and you're choosing to be a part of the shift that's gone towards being awakened and and being forgiving and loving and compassionate and and that's the hope and I guess it's like you said all about bringing awareness and trying Mm. to help people I think I don't want people to
0: be empaths because it's hard It's hard, and I don't think people should have to wear my emotions. I don't think people should have to feel my energy and then wear it around like we do. So it's not like we're asking people to...
1: Conform. Yeah,
0: and feel everybody else's feelings, and it's more of the understanding piece, I think, and looking at other people and being able to identify this is where they're coming from, and that's okay, or this is what they are thinking, or this is why they're reacting a certain way, and I know why, or I, I was once there, or they're just on a different wavelength from me right now, and then being able to move forward in peace, and when we can do that, there will be less anger, and there will be less chaos or conflict, and so it's not like everyone needs to start feeling the way other people are feeling, and then people get empathy and sympathy mixed up but you can feel bad for someone like oh that's really terrible that they're going through that or that's our time that's sympathy but empathy is no i understand you and i feel your hurt and i also walk around with your hurt
1: well to not cut you up, but yeah i think that but i think as empaths too like we have to learn how to maybe not so much wear or take on all the energy but have a place for it it's almost like I always talk about when you, uh, what, do, what does my mom call it? Uh, when you compartmentalize. So I can visually see like, okay, this problem, I'm at work, man. I like, I could have a meltdown right now because this just happened or somebody said this, but I can't do this right now. So I have to physically see it in my mind. I'm putting this over there to deal with it later. And that's how I look at energy like Oh my God, I cannot help this person. They're in so much pain. There's nothing I can do. And I have, but I'm just going to have to like give it to God or put it over there or, you know, just send them love and energy. But it has to stay there because if I take too much of it on, as you know, we can, like you said, wear that energy to the point uh, it's self destructive. And sometimes I don't even know it. Sometimes you could pick up a stranger's energy and you could feel that and go home yeah. and not even realize. And I think the awareness and the, you know, the information out there and learning about these things, because it's not just empaths that can, pick up someone's bad energy and go home with it or or whatever. It's other people too. So I think it's really good that we're talking about all this and hopefully other people become more aware and start talking about this stuff. I agree. That's the
0: hope. And we have phone conversations often. So this is just happens to be like one recorded conversation that we really have on a regular basis in order to keep the awareness between each other and keep ourselves in the in the good energy. And we finally hit a point where we realize that this needs to go outward. Exactly,
1: exactly. And the focus, it's, it's good to keep the focus on the positive things and what we and putting out good into the world. And how we so. can
0: handle things, how how we can handle situations that come up. If we stay in regular communication like we do or if other people are having these conversations, you know, it's not like they have to connect with us. But they can connect with their own family members or friends and have these conversations. And it will help them get through the difficult times. It will help them to
1: understand people. It will help them in their relationships and yeah, I think this is great, and I think uh, your whole idea on having honest conversations and being completely transparent and honest about how things really are and how people really think and feel or how we really think and feel. And I think it's just really been a blessing, and I'm really glad that we're doing this and looking forward to more honest conversations with my sister, Liz Bake.